14. <clears throat> for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. This is the word of the Lord. Dream never dies, just a dreamer. Do you know this song? Nobody knew this, that this song. So I just got the first part. You don't have that? That's the end. <laughs> Okay, let's try once more. <laughs> yeah, that's a song. <laughs> uh, it is uh, sung by Cooper Brothers, a Canadian uh, rock band. Uh, they started in Ottawa. So. I, I love that song, and especially the first phrase. Uh, uh, it's very nice. And the whole song is very nice. And then later it goes, uh, uh, song never dies, uh, just the singer. Uh, and also he talks about dreams and all this a beautiful uh, song. Dream never dies, just the dreamer. Hope never dies because hope belongs to God. Hope never dies. Hope is not something that I can come up with. Hope is not something that I can create. Hope is not my will. Hope is not what I do. Hope is God's gift. Because it belongs to God, hope never dies. See, we have to understand who we are. We are temporal beings. Temporal beings means mean, me, meaning we are uh, kind of uh, guarded by our time. We have no choice but to live in this time. Sometimes we are in prison. I f we feel like we are we are, we are in prison in our time. the be The best movie that uh, really gives that emotion uh, feeling is the Groundhog's Day. If you've never seen it, uh, see it. It's a really nice movie. And there you feel that that person is in prison in time. Like every day he uh, gets up, it's a brand new day. Uh, and all kinds of things. And the, the same thing repeats over and over again. We are limited by our time boundary. And God gave us hope so that we may overcome that boundary. So that we may not have to live as prisoners of our time. I was thinking about what is most important, past, 
present, and future. What is most important to you? Some people may say present. Only thing that exists is present. And then they say and the present is the most important. But for human beings, future is the most important. The present and past are only means by which you get to the future. Ultimately, future is the most important. The future is the end. Woody Allen said, I have seen the future and it is very much like the present, only longer. Cute. But I have two problems with this statement. First, our future is not just repetition of our present or just continuation of our present. That may be the dream of those who have everything in the present. They want to just maintain the status quo. Their life is good as it is. So they, they, don't, they don't want any change. So they, their future is exact. They want exactly the same as a present. That's what they want for their future. But for those who have nots, who don't have, who suffer, they want their future to be different from the present. It can't be the same. So, I do believe that future is different from the present. The heaven that I envision is very different from the life that I live here. It's not, heaven is not just continuation longer of the life that I'm living right now. Heaven is radically different. Secondly, you cannot see the future. He said, I have seen the future. And it's the same as the present, just longer. You cannot see the future. Future is invisible. It is made that way. The future is invisible to us. No one sees the future. God created in such a way that future is blocked. We cannot see it. And that's why God gave us hope. So that we may go towards the invisible future with hope as the light and the guide to that invisible future. Listen to what Paul, St. Paul said. For in hope we were saved now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for with patience. That's why Paul is so amazing. He just saw exactly what's going on in our spiritual inner world. He knew exactly what hope does. What you see is not hope. But what you cannot, what, when you cannot see through the hope, you can enter into that unknown, the uncertain. 
That's what hope does. God gave us hope so that we don't become prisoners of the future we do not see. You know, in this day and age, our life, our future is very uncertain. Many people say that. You know, I'm scared of my future because it's very uncertain, unpredictable. Unpredictability, uncertainty, that's what future is like. And the people are scared, and that fear makes them prisoners of their future. They just simply don't know what to do with their future. A lot of worries and anxieties and also powerlessness. Whenever they think about future, they feel powerless. I cannot do anything about it. I just receive and accept whatever comes to me. That's what future is. They just hope that something good comes, but I cannot do anything about it. They feel powerless. Doris Day, a very old person, she passed away, but sang this song. When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me, Care Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. The future is not ours to see, Care Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. That's what people say, whatever will be, will be. I can't do anything about it. That's how people feel these days. It is their response to the life that is very unpredictable, uncertain, and uncontrollable. But life has been that way from the beginning, always. Not just now. It has been always like that from the beginning of time. You know, I saw a very interesting phenomena when Paris was attacked. Uh, this terrorist in the, uh, uh, in, in the middle of the city, they started killing people. But interestingly, a day later or so around the same time, same thing happened in Beirut, Lebanon. In Paris, whatever happened in Paris, all the media was, uh, were focusing on that. And then big media coverage, everybody talked about it, everyone knew about it. But what happened in Lebanon, nobody really knew. Media didn't deal with it. And then I was wondering, why? Why Paris gets so much attention while Lebanon doesn't get any attention? And I realized, oh, you know, unpredictability, uncertainty of future, to deal with it, they built fortress. Maybe very well uh, defended city. We built this in this city, this can never happen. Maybe Lebanon, but not in this city. It can never happen. This kind of thing will not happen in this uh, city that we built. Whether it's a Toronto, New York, Paris. And then when that happens, they feel so vulnerable. Even 
with their mighty fortress, they cannot deal with, they cannot protect themselves from the unknown and unpredictable future. So they feel vulnerable. Nothing can save us from the tyranny of the unknown and the uncertain future. Nothing. You can never build a fortress that can protect you from that. When you face the future all alone without hope, what does future look like? When you have to face future without hope all alone, what does future look like? Future looks like enemy that threatens to destroy you. That's how future looks like. But when you see the future with eyes of hope, what does future look like? Future becomes friend that guides you, that opens up the new possibility, which we talked about last week. So when you see your future with the eyes of hope, you see friends who guide you and lead you into the unknown, the uncertainty. That's why God gave us hope, so that we may become friends with our future. Our future is not there to devour you, to destroy you. Our future is there waiting for us to guide us and lead us into the better possibility. Jeremiah proclaimed to the Israel people who were in exile, who lived with bleak hope for their future because they lost their country. They were all in exile in Babylon. And then Jeremiah proclaimed this message. <clears throat> for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope to give you future with hope he spoke this uh, this message to the people who were in exile who lived with no hope he proclaimed to them god will give you future with hope jürgen moltmann famous uh, German theologian in his book, Theology of Hope, he said, it is through faith that we find the path of true life, but it is only hope that keeps him on that path. Through the eyes of faith, you'll find your path. But what makes you keep on that path is hope. Without hope, you will go off that path. 
As we see the future with the eyes of hope, not only future looks different, but your present comes alive. Your present becomes empowered. So empowered to be able to stay on that path that your eyes of faith sees. Your eyes of faith will see something, but what makes you strong enough to stay on that what you see is hope. Without hope, you cannot stay on that path. We'll have strength to persevere. We'll have strength to be patient. And we talked about it two weeks ago. Patience. Patience, the possibility, and hope. So during Advent time, we are reflecting on these themes. What do you think the punishment for the sin of unbelief? What will be the result of the sin of unbelief? I think it is despair, hopelessness. The result of the sin of unbelief is hopelessness. Today is the third Advent. Hope is very much a theme of Advent. Someone said this. <clears throat> you know, when I read books, I always have pen and a notebook. Usually fountain pen. Uh, and because I love fountain pens. Anyway, so I always write. I, I like writing itself. doesn't matter what I write. Uh, because the fountain, the way it just... Uh, uh, and I write it, and then this, uh, this time I wrote it, but some, I forgot who, who said it, and which book uh, was it from. So I don't know the author, I don't know the book, but it's pretty good. He says, I don't know, she says maybe, maybe. Hope moves between the illusions of our own present stability and the reality of things that are not yet to come. Pretty profound, eh? But what does that mean? <laughs> it means wanting to stay where we are is a temptation and our illusion. You can never stay the same. You can never stay the same. That's illusion. We can only move forward. And what moves us forward is hope. Only when we have hope, we can move forward. How did early Christians survive through persecutions, tortures, killings and murder and hardships and of the unknown future. How could early Christians survive? Because they saw something different for the future with the eyes of hope. That's 
how they survived. What did they see? They saw the sanctified future. They didn't see the future as we see. They, their eyes opened and they saw the sanctified future. That's why they could persevere. That severe persecution. Do you see the sanctified future? When hope works in you, you see something different. You see something different. This is what Paul said. That's why this is amazing guy. You should really read, uh, read by St. Paul. You know, this is what St. Paul said. The suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. Glory about to be revealed to us. He saw the glory that was about to be revealed. In other words, he saw the sanctified future. When he saw that sanctified future, the present suffering is not comparable. It's nothing. You can handle it. You can handle it. When you see the sanctified future, you can handle the present and you can overcome your challenges, hardships, and difficulties and move on and move forward to what your eyes of faith sees. That is a message of the Advent. That is a message of hope. And that's how hope works in us. Let us sing together. <clears throat>